0: They are regarded as sinister, terrifying, and at times even dangerous by those who encounter them, but no one is sure exactly what they are. They can be found around highways, streets, and even residential homes where they stalk passer or even the owners of the residence and sometimes even cause physical harm. Some argue they are ghosts Others believe they are demons, vampires, or practitioners of evil magic. But to many of us, they are simply known as the black eyed children.
1: guys welcome back I'm Amber
0: and I am Derek and we are with Quad State Paranormal
1: and this is episode 6 of our Spirit Guides podcast
0: episode number 6
1: I hope you guys had a good weekend
0: yeah, sun's shining right now. Yeah, it's
1: nice outside.
0: Not so much for our vacation nope. weekend. <laughs> we're
1: excited. We're going to the Smokies because we're leaving on Wednesday. So we're super excited about that. And
0: that's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and for those of you who do not know.
1: I still haven't packed yet.
0: Yeah. That I, was on
1: my to do list for today. So
0: Yeah, so we got a full day of stuff to do yeah. after we get done with this podcast. podcast
1: but, cleaning, packing, uh cleaning washing the car. Get huh. the car wash and clean down. Which is probably out. a
0: bad idea since with all the bugs that were hitting it last night. But I still rather it be clean.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking more of the inside though. Well, I want the inside to be nice and clean for seven. You and a just half made hour my drive. car
0: sound like it was the most god awful <laughs> inside it's car. It's not
1: bad, and most of it <laughs> is my stuff. Good <laughs> Like I have three soda cans in there right now, probably. But that's okay.
0: <laughs> you just made it sound like like. Yeah, that my car was like the worst car ever. Where I keep my car clean. Yeah,
1: and mine is pretty clean right now too. So it's it's uh, not it's not that bad. And the kids make it worse than uh, yeah than what it should be.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a different episode today.
1: Yeah, and I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so. I kind of
0: did it all on my own. And uh, so this I, whole again. Uh, Oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I've never heard of the black eyed children.
0: I've heard bits and pieces.
1: Maybe I'm thinking maybe on one of the other podcasts we did, maybe the camping one that you had mentioned. Maybe that was maybe one of the stories stories you mentioned. I
0: don't remember.
1: But the only like you know, black eyed children I know about is maybe Wes Borland when he was a kid. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, it was biscuit.
1: I loved his contacts. He was one. He was like my favorite. One of my favorites had that group just because I thought he looked so cool.
0: Well, and and saying that they um one of the theories is that sometimes when people are seeing these black eyed children or whatever is that they are wearing contacts now in researching and i've heard other podcasts talk about this they said that um those contacts you can go and talk to anybody that does movies that had to put these contacts in or stuff and they are like the most god awful contacts to put in.
1: Oh yeah, they they seem like they'd hurt.
0: They said they hurt your eyes. They're hard to take, put in. They're hard to take out. So to see, you know, a kid that's you know six years old with those would be, you know, impossible. I would think.
1: And as far and I don't know a whole lot about the contacts, but is it the whole the whole thing is black though, right? right? Yeah. Because I have green ones. And the pu- and it's not all green, it's just a regular size pupil, um, I mean regular, yeah, size contact, but the pupil part is out, so right. it's clear.
0: Yeah.
1: Except these ones, you know, I no. got them off of a cheap site, so they're not like professional contacts, but so the green kind of overlaps that center part where you're supposed to see through. And it, I mean, it messes with your vision, so I can,
0: those... Yeah. Those and
1: ones, the black ones, probably really well. Mess like I it said, up. that
0: was one of the number one claims: is that is people putting contacts in and uh, just messing with people. But something that you so got to think. So the kids about. don't disappear. Well, but the thing you got to think about too is um, one of the reports that I found. The big news story, the big report that really started it all was um, in 1996. Now there are, a, but one of the earliest ones that I found, 1996 was kind of the story um by a journalist and he which I'll tell here in a minute but he uh really was the one that kind of frontlined this whole black eyed children thing but um there was one story I found that was actually from the 50s and I'm pretty sure they didn't have black contacts in right. the 50s right
1: that's what I was going to ask if 96 was kind of the starting point or if people have come forward forward with stories there's
0: I found a couple from you know before. that were kind of iffy that didn't really I mean, a lot of these have justification behind them or whatever, but um, there was one, like, in the 80s. But it was, I mean, so far out there that you're just like, yeah, I'm not even going to mention that story. So um, I'm just going to start it with, you know, the 96 with uh, Brian Bethel, um, which is where everybody said that a lot of this probably originates from. Um, So I just... That was me throwing something at the dog. By the way, <laughs> he's over he's there. Snoring. He's over he's there in loud. the corner snoring.
1: <laughs> wake up, Pugs!
0: He's, he's sitting over there, staring like, "What's going on?" But uh, let's uh, let me see.
1: He didn't hit the dog with what he threw, no, just so no, y'all know just, that. It's it just was, to wake him up and startle him so he'll stop right, snoring. Yeah, <laughs> and it was
0: just—it was a little box that holds our microphone stuff. So don't report me to. Yeah. <laughs> Pita just, or whatever. Yeah,
1: we just needed them to wake up so
0: but uh let's uh talk a little bit of history behind this since okay. we're already talking about this and now, since i
1: don't know what anything like i said this was a surprise to me i knew nothing about it and when you were doing your intro i was like on my phone like trying to look <laughs> them up to see if i could find any information well
0: the black-eyed children are like uh paranormal creatures that resemble children and they say it's around the ages of six to 16 um one of the stories i got i think that kid was actually 17 but um there's a lot of them are said to have pale skin and pitch black eyes and of course they say they're probably completely soulless now they don't talk no they do they do talk okay yeah yeah um some people claim that these children have existed since 1980s which I told you, I found a story that was from the 50s. 50s. Um, I didn't include it in here because it was just kind of, it sounded like it could be from anything. A lot of this stuff, whenever you're reading it, though, it sounds like it could be, I mean, you can come up with logical explanations for something. I
1: wonder how vampires got thrown in the mix there. Of why. Didn't you say, like, some people think yeah, that... Yeah, and we will get to that. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> um, But, uh... Yeah, they said it started in, like, the 80s. However, many sources say that the legend actually originated in 1996 in post written by a Texas reporter named Brian Bethel, uh, where he wrote about two alleged encounters with black-eyed children. Okay, and then in 2012, Bethel retold his story on the TV show uh, Monsters and Mysteries in America. He then wrote an article for the Abilene Reporter News where he described his experience again. Um, Also in 2012, a horror film based on Black Eyed Kids was uh, produced, and in 2013 an episode of MSN's Weekly Strange featured different reports of the Black Eyed Children. Both of these things were thought to have helped spread the urban legend. Um, So I guess he had this encounter which I'll talk about here in a second. And then, you know, he, you know, said that this really happened. So he, of course, he's a journalist. He goes online. He starts telling all these stories about everything that happened. He starts doing interviews and stuff. People start going like they usually do with kind of like Amityville and stuff like that. When you start hearing these stories, people start spreading other stories. And it starts just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And apparently, you know... Went from, you said
1: there's a movie about it? Yeah, not I've have you ever never heard of seen it. it. No. Okay. Um, Did it state what the movie was?
0: It says it's titled Black-Eyed Kids. Oh, okay. We may have to check that out yeah. just to see what it's about. Uh, this came out in 2012. Um, but uh, this legend even crossed bodies of water and landed in the great land of the UK, where in 2014, the Daily Star uh, wrote a three-front-page story Um about sightings of the black-eyed children. Uh, these alleged sightings were taken very seriously by ghost hunters who believed that the black-eyed children uh, were either extraterrestrialist, vampires, or ghosts. Okay. Nowadays, people still claim to see black-eyed children when driving late at night down an empty road or outside their windows late at night or even lurking in the shadows of their room. In fact, many people have reported seeing black-eyed children standing in the corner of their rooms during episodes of sleep paralysis or even waking up in the middle of the night because they sensed someone was watching them, and in the shadows were the children.
1: The sleep paralysis is another thing we'll have to do a little more research on. Um, One thing I did, like I said, whenever you were doing the intro, and you might have a story on this, But, you know, I was, you know, getting on my phone trying to look up stuff about them was seeing them on the roadways and Mm -hmm. they're very insistent on getting in the car and Uh people, you know, taking them somewhere. So do you have a story about that?
0: Well, that is Brian Bethel's story.
1: Okay. Did you uh, say that already? Well,
0: I'm getting ready to uh, do his oh, story. Oh, okay, good yeah. cuz
1: I was going to say I don't if you said it I don't remember it. I no, I don't always pay attention, but
0: um Okay, yeah. The earliest report, like I said, before I found some that were older in the 80s and 50s, mm-hmm. but uh the most documented one was from 1996 by Brian Bethel, a journalist from Abilene, Texas. He's credited with being the first person to post an actual online encounter of the black eyed children um let's see Bethel was sitting in his car writing a check uh, the story that i read he um was it was late at night, not like super late but i mean you know nine ten and this o'clock. was in
1: texas right right okay
0: and he uh was going to pay his they said satellite bill so i'm assuming his cable okay. bill is what they're referring to um and he was going to drop his uh check in a drop box um and he pulled over at a movie theater so that the light in the in the um parking area he could see so he could write his check before oh, okay. he went to. okay and that's kind of where this is at cuz it says he was sitting in his car writing a check Um, He intended to drop off a nearby, it says internet provider, but the one I read was satellite. Satellite. Yeah. Um, So he, he was startled by the sound of knocking on his window and looked to see two kids. He couldn't figure out why, but a jolt of fear ran through him. Probably because I just startled him. Yeah,
1: if it's at nighttime, too, and you're in the car by yourself. and I yeah. used to do a newspaper route, so I would, do, I would wrap my paper. I would bag them in a parking lot, and I'd have some people in Schnook's parking lot that would come up to me asking for money, so I had to find me a new spot. It was creepy. <laughs> but, of course, mine was like 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. He said he cracked his window just enough to talk to them. Uh, the oldest of the boys asked for a ride to their mother's house. He claimed that they were going to see a movie, and they forgot their money and needed a ride so they could uh, could make it back in time for the movie. Um, the movie theater was close enough that Bethel could read uh, the marquee, uh, so he asked the boys what they were going to see. Oddly enough, which I thought was funny, they're going to see the first Mortal Kombat movie, you know, since the new one just came out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but they were going to go see the first Mortal Kombat movie. The new movie. one's a lot better. Uh, <laughs> Brian knew that the movie had already started about an hour ago. The, um, also, he, see, there was something wrong uh, with the pair. Said they, the way they spoke wasn't natural. They didn't sound young. They didn't sound as young as they looked. Uh, Just let us in, and we'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house. Everything the older boy said sent shivers down Bethel's spine, but then he saw it. The pitch-black eyes lacking any real substance or soul. Bethel didn't even try to hide his horror. They just kept saying, Come on, mister, we won't hurt you, and just let us in. And what the oldest boy said really threw him off. The next line he said is, we don't even have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, red flag. (laughs) Um, The more he spoke, the more Bethel was sure he had to get out of there. He threw his car in reverse, the boys still yelling uh, to be let in as he sped off. He gave one quick glance behind him, but saw nothing. The black-eyed boy simply vanished before he even made it out of the parking lot. To this day, he still stands by his story.
1: So on that story, they did disappear. They did disappear. Okay. Um,
0: So that's uh, getting into, you know, the, yeah. So if
1: it wasn't, if. If it was just them trying to get in the car, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But since he said he looked in his mirror and they disappeared, that well, makes it I mean, a little bit more. Well, I mean, he saw
0: the pitch black eyes, which yeah, could be shadows.
1: It, yeah, if it was dark outside.
0: they could be, mm-hmm. you know, the light. If they're standing by the marquee where the stuff is, it could, you know, they could have been shining from behind yeah, them. It could. And their eyes just could have looked dark. I wasn't there. I don't know. Right, But, I mean, since 1996, he has stuck with this, um, with this story. And he's done countless interviews and countless uh, different stuff with this. Uh, but, um, I mean, he's always been th- 100% sure this is exactly what happened.
1: I think if someone was wanting in my car and they said, I'm not going to hurt you, <laughs> then I definitely am not going to let yeah. that person I don't have in a gun. my car. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a gun.
0: <laughs> um, I have another story that was another kind of creepy incident. It says, uh, this incident, uh, took place 13 years ago. Um, and I'm kind of reading this in first person. So remember when I say, I i am talking about the person in the story. Gotcha. It said, uh, I had just moved to a new city, uh, with my wife. We were small town, newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved across country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest. So we could attend graduate school being naive and new to the city. I answered uh, I answered the door without a second thought. Never again after this, by the way. The first thing that should have tipped me off was the, of the situation was the fact that someone was knocking on my door at 6 a.m. The second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch the fence to open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work. It was a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with a in let's see with a sense of fear. to this day, I can still picture him. He was a teenager, average height, average build, knee length black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6 a.m. struck me as odd, and even more odd, um, he was eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in to warm up. I said no. I closed the door and slid the sh- the security chain in place. A moment later, another knock. I opened the door. I opened the door now chained, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. This time, I was a little bit more angry and stated no, and I attempted to close the door. Before the door shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing the sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? (laughs) Um... gross (laughs) anyway um i replied with a little confusion get the hell out of here my wife is calling the police he takes a moment to let this information sink in lowers his glasses revealing eyes as black let's see i lost my spot revealing eyes as pitch black no you won't be calling anybody i stated at that moment, I force the door closed, locked it, and call out to my wife. She is scared, hiding in the bedroom. All jacked up on adrenaline, I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone. Absolutely no trace of him. I go out on the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. Did this really just happen? I kept thinking to myself. As I turned around to enter the house, right next to the door on the patio was a half-eaten apple on the ground.
1: Well, that is good. But no ketchup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and this, this is, you know, based on a true story.
1: I was wondering where the gate was, why you had, why he had mentioned that in the first place, but yeah. I see at the well, end you know, that it was because it was still locked yeah, from the inside. Yeah, from
0: the way he was talking. See, I kind of had mixed things about that because... Um, on with this story, you know, he talks about the gate, but he also talks about he uh, could still remember seeing him, you know, and he says that he was a teenager, average height. Well, to me, a teenager is, you know, most of the time about the same height as some adults who could very easily reach over a gate and unlock a latch. Yeah,
1: I was thinking maybe it was like one of them security gates or something. Oh, like- Maybe. Yeah, but, but the big, tall ones.
0: Yeah, but I mean, who surely not locks it when they leave. You know what I mean?
1: Well,
0: they got to open it to get back in, right? Okay. So, so I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I was kind of I was wondering about
0: that too. Yeah, now if he he would have said that this was a little kid, probably the age of six or mm-hmm. seven, I could kind of see that. I think a teenager, you know, could probably reach oh, over yeah, and unlatch a gate um to get in uh but regard- another
1: thing on that it talked about a big city and stuff like that and it never said the city
0: yeah yeah that wasn't even in the story um but other than that i mean you know there was definitely some stuff that you can kind of pick apart in that story yeah but still creepy
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, especially if you know he looked out the window and he was gone and then he went straight outside to see where he was which I don't know that I would have done that. No. You know, but. Um, he
1: probably could have jumped over the gate, though, if he was a teenager. Oh, that's very true, I mean, too. as long as it yeah, was a but, regular. See, and that's
0: the thing. We don't know what kind gate. of really, really, what yeah. kind of fence it was. Um, I'm assuming it didn't have barbed wire on it.
1: Or if there was another, <laughs> you know, a way, another way to get over the fence besides right. just the gate.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, we can sit here and pick apart. Uh, yeah, you know, Most of these stories, you, we can do that with every one of them, which kind of That's adds... That's with any story. Exactly. Anything. Unless you were there, you don't know.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: Like this next story is actually about a uh, gas station attendant. Okay. And uh, the gas station attendant is in uh, northeast Louisiana, and he had a terrifying encounter in November of 2012. Um, the gas station was creepy enough, uh, to begin with at 3 AM, mm-hmm, but, but then the most, uh, but then the power went out. So I'm assuming there was a storm or mm-hmm. something going on. Um, and, uh, led by light of his cell phone, the attendant was able to get the generators going, uh, but the backup lighting was dim and only lit up in certain areas, uh, like the cash area and the parking lot, uh, while the rest of the isolated establishment was pretty much black. Um, Out in that darkness, he noticed some movement, and there were three children on bikes heading towards the gas station. Uh, They stood at the door and stared at the attendant. He felt creeped out, but they were just kids, and it was way too late or early for them to be out.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: I mean, 3 a.m. and three uh-huh. kids on bikes. Uh, he opened the door and asked if they were okay. The young girl asked to use the phone, but as he handed her his cell phone, he realized her eyes were all black. And she stated, No, I need the real phone. She pointed at the landline inside attached to the wall. The thought of letting her inside sent chills up his spine. He shouted at all of them to leave as he slammed the door and locked it. The children stood there a bit longer, silently staring at him through the glass with their solid black eyes. Then they got on their bikes and disappeared back into the darkness. The next morning, the attendant was eager to go through the surveillance footage. Unfortunately, the power outage cut the cameras off. They didn't uh, boot back up with the generator. He had nothing to prove the event of the night took place.
1: Oh, I really thought you were going to say that they went over the tapes and the kids weren't even yeah, that, there. Yeah, that's oh, when I first that read... that would have been so when good. When I first
0: read the story, I thought that's where it yeah, was going. that been so That he good. was going to check the surveillance cameras and they were going to be working fine, but you never saw the kids. That's where I thought that was going. Um, But... You know, like usual, Mm -hmm. whenever you get into stuff like that, there's, you know, of course, there's no evidence. The cameras didn't boot up with the generator. So, but I mean, that's his own personal experience, you know. And then
1: you said she wanted in to use the landline phone. Well, if it was a corded one, which most of them were cordless. Right. But but anyway, she's going to use that cord to strangle him to death.
0: Well, uh. but if you notice though,
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Getting into what you were talking about vampires, apparently these kids have to be invited in.
1: Oh. Just right. like the vampire I did folklore. No, think about that.
0: Just like the vampire mm-hmm. folklore because you have them trying to get in his car. They can't they couldn't get in his car unless he okay. told them to get in the car. The gas station attendant, they couldn't come in. But the, and then the guy with the kid on the porch. Wanting to come in.
1: I'm really disappointed in myself. I didn't pick up on that. (laughs) I'm disappointed. So, so
0: far, there's your, your folklore going with vampires.
1: Except two of them have been at night. One of them was in the morning. Well, well six a.m. I everything. don't know if the sun was up at that time. Usually, it is. Well, I'm just thinking about these kids being out there by themselves. I mean, exp- our kids are ten and eleven, and I don't let them ride their bikes by themselves in <laughs> daylight.
0: Well, and talk. I mean, I'm sure Blade would have something different to say <laughs> about that because he is out during yeah, the daytime.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, but uh, you no, talking about security cameras. Let's we'll check out this next story. Ooh. Um this one is actually uh child this engineer was stalked by kids on a security mm-hmm. camera, so um an engineer working at night working the night shift uh for a data center in Ohio had a creepy exchange um and he actually posted his tale on uh, online and that's where all this came from um It was around five a m on july thirty first two thousand ten um he was working. He was taking a smoke break outside when he noticed uh, two teenage boys standing motionless um, and staring at him from across the street. Th- though um, he felt somewhat unnerved, he finished his smoke and went back inside. Ten minutes after heading inside, uh, the intercom buzzed. He checked the monitors and there they were. The two boys had made their way over to the building and were now staring into the surveillance camera like they could see right through it. Through the speaker, he asked what they wanted. They said nothing, but motioned for him to come outside. He hit the speaker button again and told them to go away. They didn't leave, but continued to stare into the camera as they were watching him as he worked. As if they were watching him as they worked, as he worked. After a short while, he went to the door to chase them off. Right before the door opened, he saw them through one through the one-way glass and was horrified to see that their eyes were completely black. He knew he had to open the door and tell them to go away, and he decided he'd call the police um, if he had to.
1: I don't think I would have worried about telling them to go away. Uh, they yeah. weren't in the building. I would have just been it's, done with it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i'm just gonna go on and continue my work and not worry about them
0: and it says as if uh the boys had read his mind the moment he opened the door he said that will um that will not be necessary sir <laughs> we simply need to use your phone can you let us in he was definitely not about to fall <laughs> for that nonsense <laughs> he pulled out his cell phone and threatened to call the police if they didn't leave he made sure the door was locked and went back to the monitor. Only one boy was still staring at him in the camera. Then he realized the second boy positioned himself out back and was staring into another camera. Ew. By 6 a.m. both boys have moved into a blind spot with no camera coverage. He waited for them to reappear, but, simp- but they simply vanished. The police arrived not long after... And both boys were never seen again.
1: Were they on the camera? Were they on the footage?
0: They didn't say. I know. And that was another (laughs) one, you know, that I was like, oh, are they going to go back and relook at the footage and they're not even going to be there and they're going to think this guy's crazy or, you know, um, they can make a movie out of that. (laughs) But um, yeah, that's.
1: I think the creepy part of that one is just whenever he was thinking that he was going to call the cops. And he said when he opened the door, it's like the kid knew he had Already, thought that. Yeah, well, and yeah, he I could see them the through, well,
0: it. you know, and the other part of it is where he could see them through the two-way glass or mm-hmm. whatever and could tell that their eyes were pitch black. Yeah. But like that, if I'd have saw that, I sure as hell would not have been no, opening the door. I
1: definitely wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, I would have been going right back to my office, locking the mm-hmm. door, watching them on camera as I'm calling somebody. Right. You know, there's no question about it. Yeah, I think
1: I would have called the cops, though. And just, yeah. But I would not have opened the door. No. Because I would have been creeped out that they would break the glass to try to get in. Again,
0: that's another example of...
1: Had to be there.
0: Well, not only that, but I was going to say that's another example of we. you have to be invited yeah. in. You know, so... Um, now by
1: 6 a.m. they were gone because the sun was up.
0: So far, these <laughs> stories have been pretty... Uh, laid back i guess i wouldn't say uh i mean of course to them probably not laid back but they've been kind of nothing bad has happened in these situations the next couple of stories there's going to be a few incidents that happen that people contribute to the black eyed children they think the reason that these incidents happened were because of them oh okay um so, the you know, because another thing that I was trying to look up was, you know, I'm getting these kind of eerie stories, you know, first hand encounters or whatever. But what happens if you let them in?
1: Well, I was going to ask if anybody had.
0: What happens? Yeah. What happens if you let them in or what happens if you do whatever they're asking for? So now we're going to get into a little bit of that side of it.
1: Okay, but I'm going to interrupt really quick just because I know we were talking about the vampires and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in vampires. <laughs> just so y'all know, I do not believe in vampires. Okay. She's
0: lying. She wears fangs and a cape <laughs> throughout the day.
1: Continue.
0: Um, This one was in January of 2016.
1: So oh, okay. We're getting so pretty recent. Pretty recent, recent. Getting pretty
0: recent um, in Vermont uh a lady was actually uh she actually let the black-eyed children into her home Uh, said a little over a year prior a blizzard was uh going on uh in i guess in the vermont area which i'm assuming i've always heard it's really snowy there anyway in the winter time it's pretty bad but uh let's see she was very surprised to hear a loud knock on the front door uh, figuring someone probably crashed their car trying to navigate in the weather. She made her way to the front door and peeked in the, throughout the through, it says throughout the window, but I think that she just looked out the window. All right,
1: okay.
0: Um, there was no car. She described a feeling of dread wash over her for reasons she could not understand. The banging continued. So she decided to wake her husband and let him answer it instead.
1: That was a smart
0: idea. (laughs) Two small children were on either side of the door. Were on the other side of the door. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) She came back in the living room and they were in the living room. No, uh, Two small children were on the other side of the door and they were not dressed appropriately for the storm. The woman and her husband let the little boy and little girl inside despite the great sense of unease. Their presence uh, made them feel... And regretted it almost instantly. One cat hissed while the other three hid. Usually behavior for all of them. Unusual behavior for all of that's, them. Man, yeah, I could not read this time. I knew that's what you meant. Um, And it didn't seem to matter what the woman asked them. What happened? Are you lost? Want some cocoa? The answer was always the same. Our parents will be here soon. She made them cocoa anyway, and when she returned with the mugs, that's when she noticed their eyes. They were completely jet black with no whites at all, just giant black pupils.
1: Had they not been that whole time?
0: I I don't guess, because it doesn't say that. Okay. Um, They asked for the bathroom, and she directed them to it. Then everything happened all at once. Her husband's nose started to bleed, The power went out, and as she rushed to get a tissue, she was confronted by both children staring at her in the hall. Our parents are here, they said. They then walked out the front door. She watched the creepy children got into a black car with two very tall men in suits. Ooh, the men in black. Um, They left. Within months of the encounter, three of their four cats had went missing, the fourth one, the one that was hiss or that kept hissing, was found in a pool of blood dead from a hemorrhage. Her husband's nosebleeds continued, and he was eventually diagnosed with skin cancer. Aww. Despite spreading little, uh, little time, but uh, despite spending little time outdoors, the woman began suffering from chronic nosebleeds as her husband's. Uh, as her husband initially had, and her health began to slowly deteriorate. She is certain this all happened because of the black-eyed children.
1: Yeah, that one's that's the creepiest so far.
0: Because, I mean, that's... Well, who picked them up? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been more creepy if they'd been like, our parents are here, and they just walked to the front door, walked outside, and then she turned her head because her husband said something, she turned back and they were gone. Mm-hmm. That now to see the a car pull up, they got in the car and you know, and left with the men in black. <laughs> were they aliens then?
1: But it is weird that the all the bad misfortunes right. since that event. Like but they were in gotta, good health up yeah, until then. Well, you gotta take into consideration too if they were elderly and older right. and that kinda Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean that's, that kind of comes along with age too. Right. But, yeah. But if it was contributed to that, and I'm not saying it was, I'm just saying if it if it if it was, I mean that's sad cuz they were just trying to help poor right. little kids. Right. Well, and that's
0: where you come into a problem. And I think that's why when they talk about, you know, these if it is demonic, um some of the stuff that I have heard is, you know, they take forms of children because People well, one more have to help woman. children. Yeah. yeah, we're we're more we're gonna we're going to help children mm-hmm. more than if a homeless looking guy comes to our front right. door yep. asking to use a phone.
1: Very true.
0: So you're more. I mean, if there's a snowstorm going on, two little kids knock on your mm-hmm. front door, you're not going to tell no. them, you know, get the hell out of my yard. Them. You're going to let them in, right? You're going to bring them in, and just like her, you're going to ask them questions. What happened? Where's your parents? Where you know? Where where are you from? How did you get here? You're going to ask those questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going to leave them outside.
1: Would you leave an adult outside in a snowstorm? I or? sure would. Would you? You'd throw them a blanket out there and be like, I'll call the cops and get you some help here in a little bit.
0: I Just
1: throw them a blanket outside. Yeah, I wouldn't let them <laughs> in.
0: There's no way. I've seen enough movies and ID channel specials to know that you don't let anybody in your house and you don't pick your hitchhiker. So, Yeah.
1: I don't know if it was a snowstorm if it was like a blizzard outside it'd be i don't think i could turn anybody well what i've learned
0: from this episode is i don't leave you home by yourself (laughs) because apparently you're just gonna let anybody in
1: if it was a blizzard no i could not let somebody stay outside by like in a blizzard
0: oh my god no i would
1: feel bad
0: no well you'd be outside with them (laughs) we'll just put you out on the porch with them you can sit with them with a blanket there you go
1: (laughs) Go but, take them some cocoa out every five minutes, right, keep yeah me warm. um
0: but uh you know I this do is believe way off topic I do. Well, but qu- there was an episode of something King of Queens, where that guy on Thanksgiving was uh waiting on a ride from his friend, he had a car accident, his car broke down or something, and was waiting on a ride. And it was cold outside. And they kept telling him, oh, just let him in. He can eat Thanksgiving dinner with us or whatever. And he's standing outside in front of the window, like, looking like he's cold. Okay,
1: I think not my favorite show, but But, I think I do remember that episode you're talking about.
0: And then they finally let him in and he steals everything. Mm -hmm. He wasn't waiting on nobody. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to our topic here.
1: No, I was getting ready to say, because oh. you were talking about some people think they're demonic. I, I do believe in demonic spirits and presences.
0: Right. Uh, for sure. Um, and, you know, I always veer away from aliens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do I believe that we're the only ones here? Probably not. Right. Um, I, I don't, I I think that.
1: I just don't think that they are. We are here and functioning, people right? And... Yeah,
0: I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that we are probably the only planet in the in everywhere that has life on it. If
1: there is, if there are aliens, do you think they look like us?
0: I'm hoping they're listening to this podcast. <laughs>
1: If you are indeed an alien yeah, an email. from outer space or another planet, send us an email at... Are you going to get it right this time?
0: It is. Spirit, Spirit Guides. Spirit at
1: QSPPodcast at gmail.com. There
0: we go. We love to hear from you aliens.
1: <laughs> okay. But no, really. Do you think they look like us? Or do you think they know. are like green, big-headed, big eyes? Well, I've I'm heard, thinking you, you know, have an alien... Do you have an alien-related story to these black-eyed children? I don't. Oh. Well, where were you headed with this? I
0: definitely wasn't. No, we were talking about somehow we were talking about, oh, I was talking about the Men in Black in that last episode, or the last uh, story, um, because they said, you know, two tall guys in black suits. Well, that's Men in Black. Yeah. You know, it was Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones picking (laughs) them up.
1: No, Tommy Lee Jones isn't tall. Well, I, I don't think so. Anyway, he doesn't look like he would be. We are so far off it's topic okay. right now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get to talk about the uh, black eyed children and aliens all in the same podcast. Yeah. But I um, don't know. Like I've always stated, though, the, the alien thing is a little far fetched for me. I do agree with you, however, that, you know, we really might not be the only people in the universe.
0: Right. Well, we don't know how far the universe is. We yeah. don't know how many universes there mm-hmm. are. I've watched Flash, you know. There's a lot of parallel universes, so if
1: the we, superhero Flash movie is that what you're talking about?
0: Well, yeah, the TV okay. show,
1: but oh, it's okay. uh,
0: but we don't know. We've uh-huh. only been able to see so far, you know. So we there could be a whole other galaxy out there that has another sun that has the same amount of planets. Very true. That has the. You know, people making a podcast right now on their planet. We don't know. But I don't believe that there are aliens here dressed as humans that are functioning and going to work every day. Right. Okay. I, I agree. do not believe
1: that. Right.
0: Um but you know, I do I don't think we're the only ones in the galaxy.
1: Okay.
0: Um I believe more in that I than don't... I do Bigfoot. Okay,
1: so I'm not saying that I totally don't believe in aliens. But I don't think they abduct people. And again, that goes along with that just really that's, scares me. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those, like, that's not real. That would never happen just because that creeps me out more. That maybe,
0: so. maybe. And that's a, of course, we'll do a podcast on that Yeah, we time. will. Um. We're so far off topic now, I don't even remember what we're talking about. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um. But I do have a couple more stories. Okay. Um. So sorry, people, for that whole <laughs> segment on aliens. Um, the let me see. Okay, yeah, we're so we're still talking about um, some incidents that
1: where the people did invite them in. Well,
0: either invited them in or did have some kind of encounter. Okay. That ended up not being so good. Um, John Northwood was heading uh, to his car on the third floor of a parking garage. Uh, When one of the guys from the conference he had been attending, Doug, asked him to drive him around the block a few times. First off, that's That's already starting off weird. Um, He said there was some freaky looking kids hanging around his car and was hoping uh, to kill some time waiting for them to wander off. First off, if they're hanging around my car, I'm either calling the police or I'm doing something to get them away from my car. I'm not going to have somebody drive me around. Just drive me around till they leave and they're done vandalizing my car right, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, John let Doug in and they started cruising. Uh, when they neared his car, John saw a group Doug was talking about and agreed they were creepy. Three kids, two boys, and a girl all gothed out. <laughs> uh, the girl looked about 15. The boys looked about 14 and 10. Uh, they were intense, but John described it as if he really needed to. John described it as if he really needed to look at them. Um, he stopped driving. The kids maneuvered around his car, and the youngest said, "It's scary out there, all alone, and we just wanted a ride home."
1: Oh. That sounds sad. Good lord. <laughs>
0: uh one said Doug had offered Not
1: for the teenagers. The the youngest, the ten, the one that was like <laughs> ten years old. they like, I'm like, I'll give you a ride home and the your the older ones will have to walk.
0: Well, <laughs> uh, let's see. One said Doug offered them a ride home, uh which he denied. John felt as if his heart was going to erupt from his throat as adrenaline raced through him. Doug said he was getting out of the car. As soon as he reached for the handle, it was like the children got um, older somehow. And he saw their eyes were solid black. No pupil, no iris, nothing. Just black. John threw the car in reverse, drove backwards about 60 feet. The kids began to pursue them. So John took the car around the lot's uh, corners going about 30 miles an hour he felt that they would die if he let those kids get in the car he sped down three floors only to find the oldest boy was already at the oh. bottom of the garage they sped past him out of the garage when john turned around the boy was gone and so was the men- the menacing feeling that he had been that had been building inside of him since he made contact with the kids They waited ten minutes before going back to Doug's car. The black-eyed children were nowhere in sight. It was then that Doug admitted he he had given the younger kid a ride earlier, but felt scared when he saw the older kid. Upon leaving the garage for the second time that night, the menacing feeling returned. John was behind Doug's car, watching helplessly, as he misjudged the time it would take to get him through the intersection on a yellow light. Doug was struck by a truck and died instantly.
1: Oh, wow.
0: The police arrived and John gave his report, feeling uneasy the whole time. Only then did he look around and see the black-eyed children standing about two blocks away, staring directly at him.
1: Okay, well, that's creepy.
0: Yeah, Um, that one, you know, you're kind of like, Well, you know, there's, again, you know, as creepy as that sounds, you can still kind of pick that one apart, too, though. Um, Some of it. Mm -hmm. Now, if this really happened the way that they said it happened, you know, I mean, you got to take in consideration, you know, how did one get from the third floor down?
1: Parkour. Is that what that's oh, called? Oh, there we go. Hey. <laughs> They're just really there into There we parkour. go.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> They're
1: into like all that jumping and flipping yeah. and... Yeah. Goth
0: podcore. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That's what it was. All right, well, debunked. Yep. Moving on. No, but seriously, that one was creepy yeah. though. Especially, you know... Of course, it says he misjudged a yellow light. Well, that could have just been him, mm-hmm. you know, running a light at the intersection. He got hit.
1: Now, but it's weird. The kids were two blocks yeah, away staring at, whenever
0: he got the feeling yeah. when he was talking to the cops he got that feeling back um i wish it would have told a little bit more like did he ever have any more encounters mm-hmm. after that you know like down the road or was it just that at that point and then once he left he never had that feeling again
1: well he wasn't one that actually he didn't ever give him a ride
0: no yeah. but he said you know where it said uh Once the police arrived, he was given his report, and he got that uneasy Uh feeling again that he had had before. So I wonder if he ever felt that uneasy feeling again after that. I don't know.
1: And this was a place he worked or had meetings at?
0: Yeah, there was at a conference. Oh, okay. So
1: I assume he had to go back to that same area.
0: I'm assuming, unless it was just some place that he had flown for a conference or something. It was at that hotel or whatever. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really give, you know, too much... uh, more into that mm-hmm. um i do have one more story okay um
1: does anybody die in this one
0: i don't remember guess we'll find out okay <laughs> uh this one was actually posted online by the friend of the victim so i'm assuming yes oh okay so um this uh it was a while uh, this was on a trip um And the anonymous man stopped for a drink and ended up hitting it off with an attractive woman that was running a bar, running the bar that he was at. After a bit of drinking and getting to know each other, she offered the traveler a place to stay for the night, and he drunkenly accepted. He left his car at the bar and headed back to her place. As they pulled in front, uh, that was when the unease crept in. He wasn't sure why, but her home creeped him out, and she started to creep him out as well. <laughs> he claimed she began uh, to seem inhuman to him. This didn't stop him from going inside with her, well. <laughs> um, after the woman had fallen asleep, he got up to get some water. During his trek to the kitchen, he realized her house was full of children, they weren't normal children either. They were quiet and creepy and wandering the house aimos, aimos, uh, aimlessly at 2 a.m. Yeah, at okay. 2 a.m. He had a terrible feeling about them before he noticed their eyes, completely black, every single one of them. There was no conversation, no attack. He was just faced with the black-eyed children. He was... Yeah, he was just faced with the black-eyed children and then sent off on his merry way the next day. I don't know that I would have stayed. I would not
1: have stayed.
0: Absolutely not. A little over a month after the strange occurrence, the man uh, uh, described as very healthy was diagnosed with a form of bladder cancer. He died six months later, believing it was those black-eyed children that were responsible.
1: So this wasn't a him inviting somebody into his house. Somebody invited him. Yeah, right. So
0: that. that kind of flips the page on what everybody was saying that they have to be invited mm-hmm. in. Now, this lady may have invited all these kids in.
1: Okay. And yeah. maybe
0: they were kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some movies okay. you see. Um, and I just
1: like the beginning of that. They had a couple drinks. After a couple drinks, they got to know each other. Hmm. No. So that's all it takes to get to know someone. Yeah. Just a couple drinks. That's all the amount of time you need. Well,
0: that's like, how, well, that goes back with what I was saying. You know, maybe these children or whatever were running the show. <laughs> and she was working the bar and she was just bringing people mm-hmm. back to the house. You know. Could be. Yeah. I don't know. Um So let's go over um, some facts that we've. Learn today. Never are... give
1: anybody a ride.
0: I have facts. Okay, you do. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Black-eyed kids will look nor- like normal human children between the ages of 6 and 16, but with pale skin and completely black eyes. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yep. Okay.
1: But according to some of the stories, it sounds like maybe at first their eyes are not b- yeah. black to begin with.
0: Well, yeah, especially the one with the elderly couple. Mm hmm Yeah. All right, number two. So additionally, people have been in close proximity to black-eyed kids reporting a feeling of unease that washed over them, while nothing about the children's appearance, aside from the eyes, generally frightened the people.
1: I've done that with adults before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They still reported feeling... uh, a feeling ranging from anxiety to terror at being in the presence. Um, this one says some people have also reported seeing black eyed kids that have talons for feet or other dynamic, um, attributes such as, uh, but most sightings are often seemingly normal children. Okay. I did not see any stories with With
1: talons, with talons. (laughs)
0: Um, Black-eyed kids are also commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner that is not typical of a normal child for their age. With that being said, I did read a story where it was it was like 2015, 2014, mm-hmm. something like that. And, um, you know, a guy, typical thing, he was at home, a guy knocked on the door. He opened the door. And the kid asked for something, and I wish I could remember what it was, but it was something that you you wouldn't even ask. Oh, uh, instead of asking for the phone, she asked to use the telegraph.
1: The telegraph, okay.
0: Yeah, it said, um, may I use your telegraph? Um, so what I'm getting from it, there's something is in charge of these kids. Mm-hmm something is telling these kids you need to get in these houses and do this stuff so we can you know take their souls or whatever it is they're doing whoever is running this show the wizard of oz behind the curtain is
1: terrible
0: (laughs) is terrible at figuring out what these kids need to be asking for if they're in outdated clothing and they're asking in 2015 to use the telegraph
1: yeah, it needs to get on Google and start yeah. looking some who's stuff who's ever up. running
0: this show, need, yeah, definitely needs to educate themselves on what they should be doing. Um, Let me see where we were at. Okay, data, okay. Black-eyed uh, children also ask for something. It is not always something that involves being enclosed. It is, oh, man, I cannot read today. It is always something invo- that involves being in close quarters with you. They will ask for a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home to use the phone or telegraph, apparently. Yes. Um, there are no reported stories of what happens when you let the black eye kids into your vehicle or home. All stories come from people um, whose eerie feeling made them flee from the children. Yeah, I only found like a selected few, mm-hmm. which is a couple of them I read here that were, what happens if you or do if let they them did. in? Yeah, yeah. Um, so those were kind of hard to find. Um, the story has been added to the internet. A lot of these stories were added on this uh, internet site called Creepy Creepy Pasta. Uh, but this day, but the day that um, Bethel, what 1996, when all this stuff was first starting to be reported. Um, he insists that the incident was real and happened the way he reported it. I didn't look up to see when that creepy pasta website actually started. Okay. Um, so I don't know, but you know, he sta- he was stating that this happened before all this stuff on the internet started. Um, in 2014, a British paper reported that sightings of black-eyed kids around the world are rising. But, so we went from not hearing about him at all, mm-hmm. to Brian Bethel's story in 96. Then there's a movie. Then there's all these other, of course it's on the rise.
1: Yep.
0: Because now, all of a sudden, Slender Man, you know, mm-hmm. and um, anything else you can think of, you know, that they've created movies for that kids are watching. Uh, the Momo, is it Momo? Momo. Okay and uh you know the internet stuff and stuff like that which
1: the that Momo is different than the Missouri monster oh, Momo. Yeah.
0: I was I was yeah. talking about the internet one. Mm-hmm. Um but those stories are also on the rise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it's because of the viral day that we live in now. Um but
1: And we're going to do we're going to do an episode with some of those.
0: And what was I going to say? Oh, and theories about the black-eyed kids are that they are vampires, aliens, or <laughs> demonic. Okay. Now, I've never encountered any of these. Nope. I think it's folklore. Mm-hmm. I think that it is, um, that these stories are pretty much BS. Um, again, I wasn't there. Like I say every podcast. Wasn't there, I don't know. I've never had it happen to me. I I don't I think this is something that was started and it's blown up like a lot of other legends, urban legends. Um if these do exist, I think it is demonic related. I would
1: too. And since I didn't really get to contribute much to this episode, can I add my own story on here? It's not about black eyed children, but it's kind of, and I don't, it would go more along the lines of demonic. Can I add it?
0: Uh, go ahead. Okay. Go for it. No,
1: it's not, it won't take very long. Um, this was actually on a talk show. I think it was a talk show when I was younger. So I was a kid, and I remember my mom talking about it and everything. So this lady, her son was in, in the army, military whatever and he went he he had to go to some war or fighting and he went missing and so after a long time of him being missing everyone just assumed he was dead well she claimed that she was visited by her son who she thought was dead and that this was the ghost of her son and he was telling her yeah heaven is real and you can basically do whatever you want you know you don't have to be this good person you don't have to You know, follow all these rules. You can sin or whatever, and you'll still get to heaven, right? Okay. Well, guess what? Like, this thing was trying to get her, what she thought was her son, was trying to get her to do all these bad things and telling her, you can do these bad things, and you're still going to get in heaven. Well, her son was found, and he was alive. Like, eventually he was found. Like, she, you know, he went missing. Right. Well, he was found, and he was indeed alive. So she's like, what was this thing I was seeing? So that was my story.
0: (laughs) That's, uh...
1: I mean, and that's, again, you know, that's her story. That's her word. She could have been making this up for publicity.
0: Did she get arrested for any of these bad things she did?
1: (laughs) I don't know that she did. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know that she did bad things, but her story was just... Her story was that these evil or demonic entities will take on the form of like a loved one or something to try to get you to do bad things. But they're telling you, you can do bad things and you're still going to get into heaven, you know? So hopefully she didn't do any bad, you know, I don't think she did any bad things. It's just that this thing was trying to get her to do bad things.
0: That's, that's, I mean, I've heard those kind of stories and, you know, of course we'll do a podcast on, De- I'd like to look demons. into that one a
1: little more, just to see what that you know, see yeah. what her name was or something.
0: But um, you know, that's all I had for this. Um, I just tried to get some.
1: Don't let anybody into your house.
0: Coming from you, don't who ever just give said anybody a ride. Let, you were gonna let <laughs> some guy in the house if it was a blizzard outside.
1: I didn't necessarily say a guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like,
0: well now, yeah, great. Now the demons know. Okay, send a send a female child to their house i always
1: hate when i pass somebody and i see them on the side of the road and i'm like
0: oh but you know 90 percent of the the time
1: that they have a cell phone
0: Nine, yes 90 percent of the time they do not need help
1: okay so here's a real quick story it doesn't it's not it's not like paranormal related or anything so i was actually before we were married and you know the story about me coming to your house? Like we lived, we had a long distance relationship. We lived like an hour, hour and a half apart, so we would always travel back and forth to see each other as much right, time yeah. as we could. Um, I had a flat tire, and I could not change my. I mean, I would know how to change a tire to put my spare on. I could not get the little bolt things undone. And I even tried stepping on the little four, the little whatever that thing is called, and I could not get those bolts undone. So these people pull up. And they fixed my tire for me. It was a guy and a girl. And they were really sweet and nice. And I tried to pay them. And they're like, oh, no, we don't want your money. We just, you know, ask that, you know, if you ever see anybody on the side of the road and need a help that you'll, you know, stop to see if you can help. And I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely I will. Now, I kid you not. I swear, not even like a mile or two down the road, I pass a guy on the side of the road. And he's got the hood up on his car. And I'm like, I feel really bad not stopping, but I'm a girl. I'm by myself. That's a dude. I don't trust anybody. So I didn't stop to help. (laughs) (laughs) I do have another story, though, about, and this isn't paranormal related either. uh, These people stopped to help me. I was on a country road. They stopped to help me. Uh, No, no, it was the other way around. That's right. Um, They stopped... I we stopped. I stopped to see if they needed help, and um, they were like, "No, I got it. I'm covered. I'm good," you know. But that same guy had seen me having car trouble, like in town, and this has been like maybe a couple months later, and he helped me, gave me a ride to the auto parts store, and a ride back to my car. So huh. is that not a cool story? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, my, you know, I've had incidents like that, but mine. I told you that time I was at Walmart and a lady walked up to me asking for money to help buy diapers, and you know, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm not going to give you money, but I'll help you buy diapers. Right. I mm-hmm. said, so let's, you know, let's go pick out some diapers and I'll pay for them. <laughs> and then I turned around, she was gone. Yep. So, she just you know, she just wanted some money. some money. Yeah. So, but I was trying to do the the right thing and make sure the baby had some diapers, but. Yep, she bolted. So, it is what it is. But man, we were so off topic today.
1: That's okay though.
0: (laughs) We got so off topic today. The lesson
1: learned today, though, is do not trust anyone. Do not feel sorry for little kids.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but again, you know, like we usually say, if you, you or someone you know, has ever had or encountered any of these. Black eyed children, or whatever, you know, shoot us an email
1: or yeah. anything that you think was a dynamic present. Yeah, presents. Uh, so well, like, I, I can't mean, talk today.
0: I mean, I don't, I mean, demonic presence would have been one for a demonic <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I know, but I plan on, we plan on doing one of those at some point. So yeah. it'd be good to get some stories.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so I mean, shoot us whatever. You Can know, we be proud? Ghost.
1: Of the fact that I did not say like or you know a million times. I don't think I said it as much today. You know, so i re- kind of, that's I a just big said deal you know. for me. <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, I didn't notice it too much today. Okay, good. She, if, if you're wondering, she's noticed in her podcast after we kind of go back and listen to them, the words that she uses over and over and Like over. and you know. So she's she's trying sentence. to watch what she says. But yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a topic or you have, you know, a crazy paranormal story or um something you heard or something you been through or whatever, you know, send us an email. Quad state No No Good Spirit God. Guides. Yeah.
1: Spirit guides QSP podcast at Gmail dot com.
0: One of these days I'm gonna get this yes. email right. Or I was gonna say what I was gonna say was uh Quad State Paranormal on Facebook. Oh yeah. And uh you can was, yeah,
1: Facebook is really easy, yeah. or Instagram, too.
0: If you don't email. so um, But well, those of you that do email, just continue to email us.
1: Well, guys, we're going to be on vacation this week, and we actually are not coming back until Sunday. So we might miss you next yeah. next week, but we will return maybe the we'll following do, maybe week. Maybe
0: we'll or. do two episodes or something coming up. Maybe. And we can make up yeah, for Yeah, we'll it. see. But until then, enjoy the rest of the week.
1: Yes, have a good week and tune in next time. So, hope you all have enjoyed it.
0: All right, see ya.
1: Bye, guys.